Hello, and welcome to the Soul Driven Business Podcast. My name is Mayan Babilev. I'm a life and business integrator with a passion for helping coaches, consultants, and healers create more time and make more money by designing and launching transformational coaching programs with soul-driven strategy while becoming the person they most want to be. If you want to learn about stepping into your soul work, mastering sales from a place of service, cultivating influence in order to have a greater impact, reverse engineering your business goals, and developing a CEO mindset, this podcast is for you. I believe that we're experiencing a shift in the world now, and it's time for women to share their message and their mission. Bring your dreams, your hopes, and your soul-filled goals, and I will show you how to bring them to life. Don't let the back-end technical parts of being an entrepreneur or your fears around being visible online keep you from putting your soul work out there. Let it be easy. I'll show you how. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in for another episode. This week we are diving into a critical, critical topic that you want to master and really gain clarity around in your business, and that is your messaging. There are two primary reasons, in my opinion, why most businesses fail. New startups, entrepreneurs, coaches, if you do not nail these two things, it leads to a slow and painful death in your business, and that is number one, creating a sustainable system for lead generation in your business. And if you want to know more about lead generation, check out the podcast episode that we aired a few weeks back, all on lead gen and lead gen mindset. But you need to have a way to bring people into your network, into your audience, and get their eyes on your content so that you can nurture them and that they ultimately become clients. So that's one problem that people run into. But the other like silent but deadly killer in your mess is your messaging. So if you haven't noticed, there is a lot of noise and a lot of saturation in the coaching industry, in the coaching space. And I have clients ask me all of the time, like, what does this mean for me? Like, is this good? Is this bad? And there's mixed feelings around it. And I want to give you both the good and the bad news. The good news is that there is an understanding with people these days that there is actual value in working with a coach. People, because they've just have just because they've been exposed longer, understand, you know, you can get results out of working with a coach. A coach is really like a mentor giving you a guided pathway to the end result that you want. And smart people, in my opinion, always are looking for um, you know, cutting cutting the costs and more importantly, cutting the timeline between where they are now and where they want to be. And so there's a demand for coaching. And if you see someone else doing something that you want to do or running a similar program and getting results and getting clients and making lots of money, then that should be for you just a ginormous permission slip that if so-and-so is doing it and killing it, then there is space for me too. So that's the good news. The bad news is that because the marketplace has grown more saturated over time and buyers are more sophisticated, it's just not enough anymore to just have a presence online or just show up once a week and go live or post consistently. Now, more than ever, your messaging is what matters. You have to be able to literally slice through the noise and the distractions so that your potential client, your ideal customers who come in contact with your content and the assets that you create understand what it is 
that you do and how you can help them in like under three seconds. So your messaging is really the most important thing that you can invest into when you are starting in business, when you're launching a, a program, when you're launching and trying to build your coaching practice from scratch. And it is my biggest pet peeve. Oh, this drives me nuts when I see people or clients get into their mind that they need to spend six months building their website, or they need to spend a couple thousand dollars with um, a designer to work on their branding and their logo and their color scheme and the fonts and none of that matters. And it's literally money down the toilet if you don't first invest in your messaging. And so this is something that I really, really stress to my clients and that I wanted to just bring to this episode and share with you some of the common mistakes and pitfalls with messaging and a simple framework that you can use to really help you clarify the message going forward. And it's something that I've used in my business. It's been really transformative. Okay. So, you know, again, your messaging, it's something that gets refined in action. And of course, we want to take the framework that I'm going to share with you today and put effort into it, but know that your messaging gets more and more refined and more and more evolved as you evolve as an entrepreneur. So I'll just share really quickly before we dive in my personal experience with this. You know, I started out six years ago um, going through life coaching school and trying to figure out, you know, who am I speaking to? Because I knew I couldn't speak to everyone. And I knew that I was really about doing transformational work and really helping people up-level their lives. But I just wasn't sure like how to articulate that in words and what specifically um, what the pathway was going to look like. And so I kind of went through that own transformation for myself and realized it's entrepreneurship. When you step into a new level of leadership, you not only have the opportunity to transform your financial reality and the legacy you leave, but you're by default stepping into um, this amazing playing field of personal growth to get over imposter syndrome, to be able to hold boundaries, to show up as a leader and to be visible and to take criticism and keep going, like maintain the motivation and maintain, maintain momentum. Um, but the messaging for me evolved. So even going back to a year ago, I launched a beta program and I was speaking to heart-centered entrepreneurs and I had 30 ladies enroll in this beta program. It was a 10-week program on business systems. And I realized really quickly that... Um, as much as I loved everyone that came into that program, I had like 50% coaches and 50% just kind of eclectic artists, um, photographers and uh, personal chef and kind of all across the board, really cool people doing really cool things. However, I just kind of knew by the end of that beta program, my passion is coaching and helping people create programs that are going to touch people's lives and really get them results. And also is a scalable business model. And so I repositioned my messaging just to speak to coaches, consultants, and healers. And then in the process of, you know, onboarding client after client over the last eight months, I realized that it's not just any type of coach. It's a coach who's already been working one-to-one, already has a solid offer, already knows what they're doing, and is just so hungry to optimize that and to scale the impact and really go all in. Maybe they've been playing at like 90, 95%, but they're ready to go 100% and really turn their side hustle or their side passion project into 
something that's going to not only replace their full-time income, but completely like transform their financial reality. And those are the people that I want to be coaching and working with. And so the messaging over time has evolved and you don't know that until you start working with clients. So I'm just saying that as a caveat, yeah, I want you to spend some time fleshing this framework out that I'm going to give you. At the same time, I want you to get into action and I encourage all of my clients and they probably get tired of me saying this, hearing me say this, but the clarity and the confidence, it comes in the doing that's across the board. And it also applies to your messaging. So I want to give you a couple of messaging mistakes and pitfalls so that you can avoid these. And then we will dive into this awesome framework that I want to share with you. So messaging mistake number one is not focusing on the aspects of your offer that will help people survive and thrive. It's so, so, so important. You know, you do have to let people know what they're investing into and what all of that entails. But at the end of the day, no one really cares how many coaching calls um, and, you know, that you have face a private Facebook group and you have a membership portal and all of the bells and whistles. That is not the most important thing in your messaging. The most important thing that you want to focus on is what is the result? What is the promise? So that they can really quickly identify if this is something that they're looking for, if this is something that's missing for them. And you have to be willing, you really just have to be willing in your messaging to make a bold claim and be able to deliver on that. And you have to be confident in yourself and in your own offer in order to ask other people to be confident in you. So messaging mistake number one is kind of going off on tangents about the bells and whistles and the how and the process versus focusing on the result and the transformation. People want the result and transformation. The rest is just kind of added bonuses that you can fill them in after, you know, they started asking questions or later on down the road. But from the get-go, your messaging needs to be front and center, the result and the promise. Okay. Number two messaging mistake is going too far down the path of your own story and talking about your own vision and why you became a coach and We have to remember with our messaging and with our content, it needs to be customer centric. Our whole entire business needs to be customer centric. It's at the end of the day, business is about them. It's not about us. And so we want to make sure that, yeah, we show up authentically and we share our story because that builds trust. And we want people to know that we've been there and done that and we're relatable. But as you'll see, when I share this framework, the hero of the story, the hero of your brand story needs to be your customer. So you want to be careful um, to not infuse too much of your own experience into your general um, branding and your brand story rather, so that you leave space for your ideal customer to kind of see themselves in the story that you're painting. And this will become clear as we go through this story brand framework. All right. Um, The other thing is just making sure that you are I wouldn't say dumbing down your messaging, but making sure that it is as simplistic as possible. Simple is better when it comes to your messaging. So it's really interesting. Our our brains are bombarded and saturated with messages, with content, with information, with marketing all day, every day. And one of the things that our brain does to help us out is filter out a lot of the messaging and whatever is like too difficult or too complicated, it just weeds right out. And 
when you're messaging and when it takes you three paragraphs to convey what it is that you do, you've already lost people. Your messaging needs to be super, super clean, super, super clear. And you, you want to think of it in terms of like calories. You don't want your ideal customer to have to burn tons of calories just to consume the content and filter out what's relevant, what's important, and what the main point is. Okay. And um, the last thing that I would say on messaging mistakes is not being 100% clear on what it is that your ideal client wants. So this is something that happens and where people go awry with their messaging is that they create a program based off of what they want and not necessarily where their ideal client avatar is at and what they need. And because you are the expert on the topic that you're teaching on or coaching on, it's very easy to, and this is also partly like imposter syndrome coming into play, but it's very easy to start talking coaching lingo and industry lingo and not using the words that your ideal client would use. So if you're a mindset coach, for example, and you help people work through imposter syndrome, your ideal client, it's not really likely that they're walking around every day realizing or saying, yeah, I'm just, I'm really struggling with my imposter syndrome right now. Um, that's probably not what they're feeling. So you've got to dig deep to figure out in their own words, what is the problem that they're looking to solve? And one of the ways that I have done this and how I encourage my clients to do this and just kind of gather this information and data, if you don't already know, or if you don't have a history of working with your ideal client before, is literally just do, do, do market research. And what I've done is basically, I think at this point, I probably talked to about 50 people, over 50 people, um, and just done um, like a 10-minute market research call with them in exchange for some free coaching or feedback on whatever it is that they wanted help with or support with. And I ask three questions, and you can take these three questions and apply this to um, your industry, your niche. But the questions are very simple. It is, where are you now? Where do you want to go? And what are the gaps? And your goal is to get in their words, what are the gaps? You know, like really understanding um, what, according to, you know, their perception, they are needing to get to where they want to go. And once you've done, you know, 10, 20, 50 of those, you've, you've got such a wellspring of data and information to then go and infuse into your messaging. And it's such an awesome process because it really is an opportunity for you to act and stand in empathy, radical empathy in your messaging and your marketing and really get creative on how you can support people where they are and create the solution for their problems. So those are some of the common messaging mistakes. And this was something that, you know, I felt for like a really long time in my business. I, I'm such a systems person. I've got the tech down. I completely transformed my mindset around sales and I have no problem putting out offers, high ticket offers and doing sales calls and consults. I, I really enjoy it because I get excited at the potential of working with really cool people and being able to make a difference in their lives. And it, it's actually enjoyable for me, which is so amazing to be able to say that. And so amazing that I get to now help others do the same. But one of the areas where I felt really like I wanted to, I want to continue growing is in messaging, especially in the business coaching space. It's funny because it's always like, you know, the, the plumber with the linky sink syndrome, 
so easy for me to help other people with their messaging. But when it came to my own, I felt really stuck. And how do I differentiate what it is that I'm doing from any other business coach? Because we're all essentially teaching the same thing. Hopefully you need to learn sales. You need to learn marketing. You need to learn how to create content and really optimize your time and the operational side of things. Those are really like the shift method. Those are the things that you need. Um, And every coach is at least teaching some aspects of those things. So how do I, you know, how do you cut through the noise so that people really understand what makes your method different or your program different? So I remember about um, eight months or a year ago, it was a while back, I worked with um, a Facebook ads coach and I heard her talk about this analogy of the hitchhiker in that your ideal customer is out there and they are the hitchhiker. They're, they're just waiting for, you know, the right car to come along and let them know like what direction they're going in so that they can decide whether they're going to hitch a ride with them or not. And your content is the vehicle, your content and your messaging is the vehicle. And if you nail your messaging it makes your job very easy. It makes mastering sales very easy. It makes growing your business and generating revenue very easy because you don't have to go out searching for people. They're looking for you and they're just looking for the direction that you're going in and they're going to want to hitch a ride. So the, the more that you do work on your messaging, the more that you um, magnetize your ideal clients to you. And it's so powerful and so transformational to approach building your business from that perspective and that energy versus this like heavy getting energy. Oh, I need to, I need to find clients. I need to, like, I need, I need, I need, and having the stress and urgency to always produce more. Um, when you just up, when you just spend the time up leveling your messaging, and that is really the most important investment guys, before you go and invest in a website or anything else, make sure you invest in a coach who can help you with your messaging. Okay because it's really like a make or break deal. So that analogy, the hitchhiker, anal- hitchhiker analogy came from someone named Donald Miller. And I bookmarked his name when I heard that coach talk about him. And I really like resonated with that metaphor. And over the last few months, I picked up his book and read it. And it's um, building a story brand, clarify your mes- message so customers will listen. Use the seven elements of great storytelling to grow your business. Um, by Donald Miller. It is a New York Times bestselling. He's a New York Times bestselling author, and this is a Wall Street Journal bestseller book. And I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Um, on my bucket list, one of these days, probably next year, will be to go to work with Donald Miller himself and become a uh, story brand uh, certified expert so that I, I just really love his work and his methodology. Um, but for the meantime, I have invested in my own coach helping me really up-level and master um, my own messaging. It's something that kind of trickles trickles down to my clients, of course. And I just want to share with you a little bit about this story brand method. So Donald Miller proposes that every great and successful business got, got there, got to where they are because they had a really strong story brand. And stories. And we talked a minute ago about, we want to make things simple for our clients to understand. And one way that we can make things simple is through stories. If you think about, um, you know, parables and fables, 
you take a an esoteric thing or an abstract concept, a philosophy, and you put it in a parable or a story, and even a child can understand it. And so we want to do that with our marketing. We want to infuse it with stories so that our ideal customers that are out there reading our marketing materials and our messaging are resonating with the story and they see how the story fits in with their own life and their own business or wherever they are. And um, so story really is the secret weapon that's going to grow your business. Um, One of the examples that he gave in the book was Steve Jobs. After he left Apple for a time, he worked at Pixar. And when he came back to Apple after working at Pixar, everything about Apple's marketing changed and it became customer centric and it became about making their ideal customer feel seen and heard and showing um, just everyday people like here are software, here are tools that are going to help you unlock your hidden genius, the artist within, right? And we can see where Apple is today. And that really has a lot to do with, of course, the genius of Steve Jobs, but also building a story brand. And it's a really simple thing to do. We can all do it. So um, I want to give you Donald Miller's story brand framework. And there are seven key aspects of this framework already. So we're going to dive into that. And what's really cool is that if you look at any movie, any any fiction book, you can really quickly see that this framework is everywhere. It applies everywhere. And when you take this kind of um, genius framework and apply it to your marketing and your messaging, it's so transformational and so powerful. And it's also so simple that it feels like, duh, <laughs> why didn't I think of that? Um, which is the kind of business strategy that I love. I love simple and easy to implement. So the first aspect of building a story brand or the story brand framework is number one, every story has a character. Every story has a hero, a protagonist that the story revolves around. And it's so, so, so important in your messaging that the character, the hero is the customer, not your brand. Like rule number one, the customer is the hero. Aspect number two of the story brand framework is that every story has a problem. There's a character who has a problem. And what's interesting is that companies tend to sell solutions to external problems, but customers buy solutions to internal problems. And so you want to make sure, you know, unless you are selling a physical product, you want to make sure that you're speaking to both the external and the internal problem that you are solving. And again, if you're not clear on what your ideal customer's problems are, you're going to have a very, very difficult time selling whatever it is that you're going to try and sell. So make sure you verify and you clarify what the problem is. And that is step two. Step three in the framework is a guide. Every character and every book and every movie has a problem. And then ultimately they meet a guide right? Luke Skywalker has Yoda and um, Katniss has, um, oh, I forgot the guy's name from Hunger Games, but every every story has a hero and a guide. And you want to position yourself in your messaging as that guide for your ideal client. So we've got a character who has a problem, who meets a guide, but you don't just want to be any guide. There's lots of guides out there. You want to showcase how you are a guide with a plan. Customers trust a guide with a plan. You want to make sure that in your messaging, you are conveying not only yourself as the guide and as the authority and expert, but you want to articulate 
the plan, that you have a plan and a strategy for getting them the result that they're looking for or for solving the problem. Okay, number five in the story brand framework is call them to action. So if you think about every story, every movie you've ever watched, there's the character with the problem who meets the guide who gives them the plan, but there's some inner turmoil, inner conflict, right? And it takes being called to action to get the, the, the character in action. So in our messaging also, there has to be a call to action. We have to give them kind of the nudge and the opportunity or the invitation. I like to refer to it as the invitation to take the next step or to become the hero and really step into the next part of the story. And how you position that leads to number six in the story brand framework. And that is helping them to avoid failure. So what's really interesting is that every how we are wired, every single human being is trying to avoid a tragic ending. We all want our story to end well, right? We're always trying to avoid that tragic ending. And interestingly enough, we're more motivated psychologically to avoid pain than we are to pursue pleasure. And so it's really, it becomes really important in your messaging that you're being very clear and you're being very bold and transparent with not only you know, positioning yourself as the guide with the plan and extending an invitation to action, but you're also saying like, look, this is what I'm going to help you avoid and being very transparent and clear and kind of owning that um, because every single person is going to be more motivated to you know, avoiding the negative repercussions for not taking action than the rewards for taking action. So that may feel a little bit counterintuitive, but that is just over time what we understand to work with marketing and how humans operate. It's just the way that it is. And ultimately, you want to make sure that you come back to the, the transformational part of the story. So we've got the character who has the problem, who meets the guide, who gives them the plan, who gives them the invitation and the call to action so that they can avoid failure. And ultimately, the story ends in success. So really, really important key here in our messaging and in our marketing, never assume that people understand how your brand, how your program can change their lives. You have to tell them. You have to tell them. And you want to end every piece of content, every every messaging, marketing, material asset that you create. You want to end on a high note and end in success, end in the transformational part of the story and journey for your ideal customer. So important. And so once you've mastered this messaging framework, you can infuse this into so many places and repurpose this again and again and again in your business. So you use this to create a one-liner. Once you're really clear who your character is and what problem they have and what the results, the end, happy ending is, then that becomes the something that you memorize. And that's your 30-second elevator pitch. That's something that you share with your team and they internalize. That's the you know tagline on your website and the intro to your podcast, your one-liner. Um, you can create a lead magnet using this framework and walking through um, this process with your ideal client. You can create, you know, an email drip campaign around this, you know, story brand framework. You know, once someone joins your list, they get this automated sequence of this story that you're spelling out in your messaging to them. And once you understand 
what it is, the story that you're telling, then you can go and you can collect stories and tell stories that are in line with your story brand. And this, guys, is really like the best use of your time, the best use of your resources when you're building your business or trying to scale your business or up-level your business. It's like 9.9 times out of 10, not your branding, not your website, not how you look, not your voice, nothing other than just clarifying your messaging and and showing up in 100% integrity with who you are, who you help, and the transformation that you provide. And when I say 100% integrity in your messaging, I mean it both ways. Like don't oversell. <laughs> don't don't make claims that you aren't confident you can deliver on, but at the same time, if you're amazing at what you do, then you need to own that as well and that needs to be reflected in the success and the picture that you're painting in your story. I hope that this is really helpful. This for me has been super transformative and allowed me to push past the noise and the confusion. There's a lot of uh, this like niching drama that people like to stay in. I don't know my message. I don't know how to articulate in words. I don't know how to write copy. Um, You're not going to get better unless you just start practicing and using something like Donald Miller's story brand framework that I just shared with you is a great way to flesh this out. It takes time. It takes intention. Carve out some time in an afternoon to sit with this and write out who's your character. What is the problem? What is the external and the internal problem? Who do I want to show up as the guide? And what plan, what strategy am I offering? What kind of call to action do I want to give? What failure do I want to help and tragic ending do I want to help them avoid? And how does the story end in success? What is a like an ideal testimonial from this client look like? And when you answer those questions and you really take time to sit with it and flesh that out, it's the best, it can, it's the best, hands down, the best time spent working on your business that any CEO, any entrepreneur could do. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. Again, I hope you enjoyed this and we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Soul Driven Business Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review and share so we can serve more entrepreneurs. If you'd like to be in touch and hang out online, Feel free to follow me over on Instagram at Mayan Bobby Love and on Facebook in my private Facebook group for soul driven entrepreneurs. The link will be in the show notes. Until next time, stay fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.